Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Everything the Fed is doing with well intentions is actually just killing savers. And savers are continuing to be just slammed. I mean, and the more they don't stop, the more savers get hurt. The savers are getting slammed. Savers are being slammed using your word. Savers. 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 Savers are now more confused. What in the world? Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, The Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, best-selling author and fiduciary, Tony Walker. Over the past 37 years, I've witnessed just about every financial circumstance and subsequent advice the investment world conjures up to react to it. But I'll have to admit, when my favorite nephew, Wes Walker, recently sent me a clip of a television show host talking about investments and interviewing a guy from Wall Street talking about the plight of savers who are now earning next to nothing on their savings, I had to laugh because for the first time in my life, I actually heard someone from the investment world acknowledge that there are people out there who for years I've referred to as savers and that these savers don't think and act like the folks representing the investment world, like these two guys. In fact, after witnessing the tragic events of 9-11 and the financial fallout of three straight years of stock market losses, that are actually, there are basically only two types of financial personalities out there that we can fall into, savers and investors. Now, actually, there's a third financial personality I've uncovered called a speculator, but since this one is so rare, we're not even going to talk about that on today's program. No, we're going to talk about the saver and the plight that he or she is facing in an investment world. So, Tony, you say, why do you bring all this up? Why start out a program with two investors rambling on about the woes of savers who today are having trouble finding any place to safely invest their money while at the same time earning a decent return on it? Well, today, I'm going to be pulling the curtain back on why savers are being left in the cold by banks and Wall Street and how you can get more control over your money. Well, welcome, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, retirement planning specialist, lovers of savers, of course, here in the studios today, and financial fiduciary, Tony Walker. And before we get started, let me introduce another lover of saver. I think a saver himself, if I do not stand corrected on this, is our favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander. Mr. Aaron Orander, do you consider yourself a saver, sir? Yes, I would consider myself a saver. Don't have as much saved as I'd like right now, but I have, I do have some saved. Yeah. And, and let's go to that definition in case somebody listening to this show, Aaron, has never heard me talk about savers. A saver, see if this falls into your personality. It's kind of like Will Rogers actually said this. I love it. And I've kind of taken it and captivated it for our, for our uh, 
shows and everything we do, but it basically says a saver is somebody who is more concerned about the return of their money than on it. Is that you, Mr. Aaron? Yeah, that's me. My portfolio, I've only got about 8 to 10% in the market. Okay, so good. And so that's a good thing. So there's no right or wrong answer to that, and that's what we're going to be discovering today, folks, is But I do believe this after doing this for 37 years, and we're going to find out the tests that I've employed by others to help me figure this out, is that we are all hardwired predominantly. Now, some of us have a mixture, but predominantly we're hardwired either as a saver, as an investor, or as a speculator. Okay, so stay with that. So what do these two fellows, in fact, Aaron, let's kind of play about 20 to 30 seconds because it is very interesting. These, again, let's set the stage. These are two folks on Wall Street. One of them is a financial host of a TV program. The other is a big wig from a huge Wall Street firm. And let's just listen to them talking about the plight of savers who right now cannot find any interest on their money and how it is going to put a whammy on their retirement. Go ahead, let her roll, Aaron. Everything the Fed is doing with well intentions is actually just killing savers. And savers are continuing to be just slammed. I mean, and the more they don't stop, the more savers get hurt. The savers are getting slammed. Savers are being slammed, using your word. Savers. 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 Savers are now more confused. So here's the point, folks. Savers are trying to live in a world guided by investors like these two fellows. Investors who know a whole lot more about money and how to make money on other people's money than savers do. You see, gone are the simple times of running down to the local bank, tossing your money in a CD paying 6% and living off the interest. No, today, savers are offered only two options to plan for their retirement, and quite frankly, neither of them are very good. First, they can choose to just keep their money safe at the bank uh, Aaron, do you know what banks are paying right now? The average interest rate? Oh, not not off the top of my head. Maybe what one two percent? Maybe <laughs> maybe good. Maybe yeah. You said two percent. That used to be considered low. If you could go to a bank right now, Aaron, and get two percent on your money, you would feel like you just had You'd a be windfall. a lucky dog. <laughs> oh, it's it's pretty bad. Okay, so and many of you listen to this show, you're like, oh well, whatever. I want to keep it safe. I'll I'll earn my paltry one percent or whatever they're paying. But here's the one thing that many of you are doing that I really fear you're doing. Because you're so desperate for higher returns, or maybe you've been duped into thinking that you need a lot more money in retirement than you really need, what you're being forced to do is run over to Wall Street. Okay, we're not going to get into this, but basically, folks, the big banks in Wall Street, they're all the same. Okay, but you run over to Wall Street to get a higher return, and maybe you do. If you've been in the market the last several years, Aaron, you've done pretty well. But what all of a sudden is ushered into this whole equation? If you take your money from the safety and security of a bank and turn it over to Wall Street, what do you now have? You now have a tumor. You've got a risky tumor. A risky tumor, yeah. You you have exposed yourself to a potential carcinogen that's going to create potential risk. So, folks, if you're a saver and you're sitting there saying, well, Tony, amen to all that, brother, but I need some options. Yeah, I'm the guy who's sitting or gal who's sitting over here making a paltry 0.5%. Or maybe you're that lucky guy or gal who took your chances and rolled the dice. And as we record this show on July 21st, 2021, with the market at all-time highs, you're going, yeah, I'll keep her rolling, baby. But you know deep down, if you're a saver, that this thing could crash at any moment. So stay tuned. 
When I return, we're going to take a little deeper dive to understand why it is so important to know your financial personality, why the investment world would rather you not find out this information, and what investments are really suited more towards savers versus investors and speculators. I'm Tony Walker. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. We'll be right back. Who can you trust? It's one of the most important decisions you'll have to make. Question is, are you ready? Well, we're here to help at Tony Walker Financial. You know, we care more about you than we do your money, and we have over 2,000 happy clients and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Rolling over a 401k, confused about Social Security, maybe you're afraid of running out of money. Learn how to use and enjoy and protect your hard-earned money. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Wondering how much money you'll need to retire? Probably a lot less than you think. I'm retirement specialist Tony Walker, and for the past 36 years, I've helped thousands of savers determine when to retire and how much money they'll need in retirement, and I can help you too. To meet in person at no cost or obligation, let me invite you to log on right now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com or call the toll-free number on your screen. We look forward to talking with you soon. Welcome back, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. I am America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Orner. And Tony, you know, you've been talking about these what-in-the-world moments, and it's just kind of got me thinking ever since we started the show. You know, I've I've kind of got a not, it's not necessarily a moment, it's just kind of an all-encompassing thing that all of us have to deal with, and I'm just like, what in the world? You want me to share it? <laughs> yes, please. Honestly, filing taxes. I think that is just sometimes <laughs> some of the most what-in-the-world, because it's like, you know, I, I saw this video one time. It was a farce, obviously, about, you know, it's like filing your taxes 101. And it was like the guy was going, okay, so I got to figure this out. And the person, you know, the person that, you know, he was working with was like, well, yeah, you got to figure out your taxes. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, what if I get it wrong? And the guy was like, well, you go to jail. <laughs> I mean, it was just, you know, it's just when you boil it down to the very blanket kind of stuff, filing taxes, it's kind of, to me, it's just kind of a what in the world kind of yeah. situation. It, well, you're right. I've never even thought about it because we have to deal with taxes in our practice. But this notion, like you said, that once a year and it's so stressful. Yeah, for you got to figure it out. Well, yeah. what if I get it wrong? Well, you go to jail. I mean, it's like, oh, what? Okay, hold on. <laughs> and, and to be honest, most people don't look good in orange. Aaron, so no, that's not a good thing. No, they don't. Yeah. So yeah, you may be having one of those what in the world moments. And if you're just now joining us, uh, this what in the world moment we're talking about now is this idea that really the investment world, okay, folks, which many of you are not investors. Uh, in fact, I'm going to talk about a study I commissioned from some psychology professors at Western Kentucky University. Incidentally, most people don't realize this, Aaron, I have a degree in psychology. Uh, my dad was in that field. My brother was in that field. I almost went into counseling. And it's kind of ironic that really what I find myself doing is financial counseling. So, you know, really a good financial advisor is one first that really knows how to listen. You got to be a good listener. I was going to say, you're a pretty good listener. I think you would have thrived well as a counselor. I, I think it would have. And you got to want to care about people. Right. You, I mean, a counselor is somebody. Uh, Derek, your mother's a counselor, isn't she? Uh, a therapist? Derek's over there working on the TV show. Uh, she got a degree in Christian counseling. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, so, yeah. So you have to have a desire 
to want to know what makes people tick, why they do what they do, help pro solve problems, help them enjoy life more. So that's really, I guess, Aaron, the heart of a counselor. So what I'm saying is, folks, the investment world, that's not what they're into. The investment world's job, and there's nothing wrong with this, okay? This is, but this is their mindset, is to grow and grow your money at all costs. Does that make sense, Aaron? Yeah. There's nothing inherently wrong with that, but here's how a saver thinks, Aaron. Somebody like my granddad, or even somebody like me and you and Derek here, we work really hard for our money, right? This is how we look at money. You work really hard, right? You make this money, and like you said, maybe after you file taxes and everything, you're left with whatever you're left with. And in your mind, the first thing that comes to mind is, I don't want to lose it. Would you agree? Right. Yeah. Think. Let's just stop there a minute, folks. Think about this. If you're a saver and you work really, really hard, let's say you and your spouse make $100,000 this year, and let's stay with this theme of what in the world that Aaron brought up. Well, 30% of that's gone in taxes immediately, right? Immediately. Immediately. So that leaves you 70 then you got to pay all the basic bills, then you got to pay all this, and then whatever's left over you get to spend or save and invest. And it's like, wait a minute, you know, I don't know how much longer I can work. That's the whole notion of retirement. Um, I don't want to lose this money. That's what a saver. Th now, an investor says, oh boy, again, nothing wrong with this. I've got money to invest and grow. This is really exciting. I'm going to study and learn. And my father-in-law was an investor, Aaron. He was a very good investor. My father-in-law was very, very studious and thoughtful and loved trying to make more money. And you know what my father-in-law was also okay with? Losing it. He could, he could stand to lose a little bit of money. So a saver, first and foremost, folks, if you're trying to figure out all these messages you're getting from the financial world, most of these messages are from investors. They don't think like you do. They don't worry about loss. They always figure they'll make it up. That loss is just a part of the equation. And this whole game of money is growing and growing and growing your money. That's not what we're about at Tony Walker Financial. This is why we are so different from the rest of the financial world. Now, yes, we'll talk about this in a minute, but can we grow some of that money? Do we want to try to grow at a reasonable rate? Well, of course we do. I mean, we want to be good stewards of the money, but we don't want to try to grow it at all costs and at a bunch of risk because we're assuming the savers we work with and for want to protect a good portion of this money. So with that in mind, uh, Aaron, let me ask you a question. I know you've been around me for years. How many episodes have we done of the Worry Free Retirement TV show, by the way? The TV show? The TV show. Uh, today we're going to record number 377. Wow. So folks, and by the way, if, if folks haven't even heard of the TV show, how can people watch past episodes of the TV show, Aaron? Tell them a little bit about the YouTube channel. Oh yeah, that's easy, folks. All you got to do if you want to watch past episodes of the Worry Free Retirement, all you got to do is go to youtube.com, youtube.com. And right there at the top, there's a search bar. Just type in Tony Walker Financial and click search. And when you do, boom, there you go. You're going to see Tony's smiling face right there. Just click on that and you're going to find all kinds of video content. Very good, Aaron. Thank you. Okay, so Aaron, you, you know, I've, I have been fairly creative over my lifetime and created some different things. And what would you say of the one thing I've created? You got to name only one thing. Would you say has probably been in my mind, my most personal, exciting and game changing, and you're smiling, what would that be? Uh, wearing sweater vests in the summer. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. 
Boy, I'm you know, I, I was out there the other day. I see how he does it, folks. August <laughs> is coming up, and he's going to be in here rocking sweater vest. I don't know how he does it. I had to go, I had to run an errand the other day, and I was leaving work, and I went into a, a, one of the little C stores to grab something in my sweater vest. I think it was 95 that day. <laughs> and I mean, the clerk is looking at me like, have you lost your Are mind? You nuts? <laughs> my wife says, why didn't you start off with a polo shirt, Tony? As I said, this is my uniform, honey. i got to stay with it. Yeah. Okay. Besides right. the sweater vest, what would you say has been what I thought to believe my biggest game-changing thing that the public would just love? I would say the worry-free retirement itself. Okay. And I would say on the surface and the way that's played out, you are correct. I mean, the worry-free retirement, which is trademarked, you know, I wrote a book about it. We have a TV show, now a radio show. I think people have really embraced it. And I'm very fortunate and thankful that that's going well. Don't get me wrong, Aaron. But the one thing I created years ago, and it's back to my psychology background and degree, was this, I don't know, this revelation right after 9-11 that I thought, wait a minute, because I saw the reaction of all these people I was managing their money coming to me and going, Tony, what are we going to do? We're losing our money and we don't like this. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, I've assumed all these people are comfortable with risk and they're not. So I came up with a concept, folks, called the three personalities of money. And I spent a lot of time and money. In fact, Aaron, when you and I worked together at a former TV station, when I had a show on there, I don't know if you realize this, this was back in 2010. I introduced that and remember on this, this was a large major network. Remember we made a free offer. If anybody would take this test, I had a test constructed by two professors in psychology at Western Kentucky University. They would take the test and we'd give them a $25 gift card if we, they'd take the test. What we were trying to do, yeah. the professors had to get all this information and create this test. Remember that? Yep. We had over 100 people. So here's the point, folks. What I was trying to prove, and I, and I was proved correct, uh, objectively, I had nothing to do with the testing on this, is that most people are hardwired either towards more of a saver mentality, they're more interested in protection. There, there was about 85 to 90%, about 10 to about 9 to 10% were investors. In other words, they're comfortable with risk. They like to study investments. They're fine with all that. And then a smidget, I think of all the people we interviewed and tested, only one person fell into speculator. That would be the guy that goes to Vegas and rolls Just the dice and ride. Could, could care less, yeah. make it or whatever. So what I did after that, I wrote a book. You can order it online at any major bookseller called The Three Personalities of Money. Three Personalities of Money. But more importantly, I created a website with the help of the professors called 3personalities.com. You can go there right now. It's the number 3personalities.com. And on there, you can see a very, very basic five-minute quiz. And all you do, you just log on and you either click on strong, strongly disagree, agree, you know, whatever, to the questions. Just There's a button on there that says take the test. Take the test. Click That's on right. that and that'll get you started. Yeah, it's, I mean, and then all of a sudden when you're finished, it says what your predominant financial personality is. Now, why is this so important? Well, let's get into the main meat of the program. So folks, we're, and these are not all of the prod, products we have. Derek, do you have that ready to pull up? Can I cheat there and look at the uh, screen? I want to look at the screen of all the products we've created. Uh, there we go. Let me kind of turn around over here, Aaron, so I can see the monitor. By the way, Aaron mentioned earlier the TV show. This is the kind of stuff, folks, why you want to watch the TV show, because the visuals that we create are really, really powerful and can help you understand better what we're talking about through the magic of radio, which has no visuals, obviously. Have they created visuals yet for radio, Aaron? Do we have no, that technology? Darn I'm, it. 
I'm working on that. Okay, if, well, I, if I figure that out, I can retire. Yeah, you right yeah. now. You figure that out. I'll never see you again. You yeah, know you'll never you you'll never see me. <laughs> okay, let's just take a couple assets in our remaining time. Let's take uh, let's take bank instruments, Aaron. So bank instruments would include CDs, uh, money market accounts, uh, you know, cash in the bank. Now, most people that are investors would look at that and go, hey, I've got way too much money in the bank. The money's not working for me. Forget that. What do you think a saver would say? Would a saver be comfortable with bank instruments? Well, yeah. Well, of course. Okay. Let's go to cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. Uh, quiz you again, Aaron. Do you think investors would like something like in a speculative investment like crypto? Well, yeah. I mean, it goes up and down all the time. I mean, yeah. Let it, it, let it ride. It could get you some great gains. That's right. Savers, not so much couple of more that savers love. Let me name these to you, Aaron. And I love these products. Dividend participating whole life. Oh, by the way, next week, Aaron, we're going to have a show called Question, Question. Who's got a question? This is going to be wonderful because I'm going to talk about this product, dividend participating whole life, and why a lot of financial entertainers are misleading people on this product. That's going to be a doozy. But anyway, great product for savers. Of course, investors are not going to want to buy a dividend participating whole life policy. Another set of investments, one that we've come to love, I've I've probably written as many of these as anybody in the country, are something called fixed annuities. Now, these can come in a fixed interest or fixed index. You can go to the website. Oh, incidentally, if you want to learn more about any of these products we're talking about, we have six brand new booklets absolutely free on all of these topics we're talking about and all these products Uh, To get the free copy of these books, we can either mail you the hard copy or you can just download them on the website. Just go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. These were very expensive to put together. I pinned and oversaw every one of these booklets. They're absolutely free. Highly encourage you to go get those at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Quickly, let's kind of speed through this. All right. So, and, and we could go through a lot of these. You got government bonds. Again, savers love those. Investors, probably not so much. Gold, silver, precious metal. That could actually be both. I've seen savers who are into gold and silver, but obviously investors and speculators like that kind of thing. Silver and gold, silver and gold. Everyone wishes for silver and gold. Uh, High quality corporate bonds. Uh, Investors might like a little bit of those. Savers love them. High yield bonds. Those are a little more risky. Again, that's more towards the investment world. Investor personality. Savers might like those okay. Uh, Land. Here's one we don't think about, Aaron. Do you realize how many people right now, especially investors, are rushing out to buy raw land? So you're talking about raw land. You're not talking about like real estate? No. Okay. Yes, they are. There, I have a few clients. They uh, had one up in Indiana last year. Uh, Actually, this is a funny story. It was an elderly lady. She was a client of mine. She called me. She said, Tony, I think I'm being scammed. And I said, ma'am, why do you say that? She said, well, I had somebody who claims to be an attorney from Georgia who has a client who wants to buy my land. She had a bunch of land in Indiana. And she goes, I don't know how they found out about it. I don't know how they got my number. I think I'm being scammed. And I said, no, ma'am, wait a minute. I said, first of all, that's public record. You can go look up anybody's deed. So they probably found out how you owned it somebody's wanting to buy land. I said, do you have an attorney? She goes, well, yeah, I've got an attorney. I said, I tell you what, have your attorney contact this attorney. They can look it up and make sure it's legit, which they did, and find out from this attorney in Georgia if this is a legitimate buyer. Came back, guess what? This is very legitimate. Now, folks, by the way, if you get this kind of stuff going on, this is why you need to check it out. But let me just walk you through this. 
So this elderly lady who had all of this land, who, who had, didn't want it anymore, she didn't know what she was going to do with it. She was like in her 80s. I mean, she's not even going to get out on a push more, much less mow, you know, 100 acres by herself, thinking about downsizing, whatever. Her attorney calls her back and says, I'll call her Miss Jones. Miss Jones, this is legitimate. The gentleman in Georgia, I'll just make up a number to protect the innocent, is willing to pay you a half million dollars for this acreage. She about fell out. Yeah. And I know where we are with hunting season and everything. Oh, I know yeah. a lot of people with land, they will lease their land to hunters. And you know what? the population down. That's, yeah. what, that's, what you, that's funny you said that. Because she even asked the attorney. She says, why would he want this uh, land? That's I, why he wants it. Okay, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, okay. no, no. That's good. I, I, thought that's, I wasn't sure if that's where you nope. were going, but I thought, yeah, hunting. So this fella, obviously, has got a lot of money. He just wants a place for him and his buddies to go hunting. Yeah. But also, as the old saying goes, Aaron, they ain't making any more of this land. So that could be a good investment. Let's keep going in the remaining time because I want to get my nephew Wes on the line here real quick. Uh, REITs, real estate investment trust people, be very careful of these things. These are not for savers. These are more investment products. They're being sold and pitched a lot. So be careful if you get into a REIT. Uh, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs. Again, mainly for investors, but you know what? Through our Charles Schwab program, we'll be talking about that in a second. We do offer these products, which normally savers may not want, but we're seeing that some savers do want a little bit of money in the market. There is nothing wrong, folks, with a saver who is okay taking a little bit of risk. And then finally, variable annuities, which are mainly for investors and definitely not savers. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get set up with a Zoom call with my favorite nephew, Wes Walker, fellow fiduciary, and talk about how we at Tony Walker Financial can give you the best of both worlds. You're listening to The Worry for Your Retirement. I'll be right back. With the stock market at all-time highs and our nation's debt through the roof, there's a lot of uncertainty out there. Now may be the best time to safeguard more of your 401k. Let's get started today by logging on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Have you recently retired, been laid off, or offered a pension buyout? Has the company you worked for moved, been acquired, or closed its doors forever? And finally, do you have a 401k with a previous employer you'd like to move to safer territory? Then take advantage of this opportunity to move your 401k or lump sum pension to Tony Walker Financial. Let's meet in person to discuss your retirement options. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com to schedule your free, no obligation appointment. Let us help you today. Well, good morning, Wes. How's it going in the Lexington, Kentucky office this morning? Oh, beautiful. How's it going over there in Louisville? Excellent. Excellent. All right, my friend, uh, describe to the audience our five portfolios and the things we do to make sure we do our best to tolerate the risks, so to speak, to savers for each particular portfolio we manage. Sure. So like you said, we have five portfolios ranging all the way from what we call ultra conservative all the way to aggressive. Um, and what we do is we look at the risk of each of those portfolios and try to match it with the risk tolerance of the client we're talking to. So, for instance, in our ultra conservative portfolio, um, we might look at the risk there and say, you know, compared to the S&P 500 using our metrics, we'll say the S&P 500 is about a 74 on our risk score. The ultra conservative portfolio is about a 22. So we can see how much less risk comes with that portfolio. And we're able to demonstrate how much money 
you know, would possibly be at risk if something like the financial crisis were to happen again. So kind of using these risk scores as we move along, the conservative portfolio, uh, unlike the UC, has a little bit more risk. It's up at 26. Uh, if we move right along into the moderate portfolio, that one has a risk score of about 36. So as you can see, it increased a little bit there. If there is a problem in the market, it could lose a little bit more money, but it's still protected more than just general stock funds, mutual funds, and kind of everything else that the financial world is pushing out there. Um, last two uh, portfolios that we have, moderate growth is about a 59 on our risk score system. And lastly, the aggressive portfolio is about a 67, still below the 74 that the S&P 500 represents. Well, Wes, that's some great information. We appreciate all the hard work you've uh, done and Heather Hughes and all the crew there in Bowling Green to monitor these portfolios. So in the meantime, I'm going to get back to the show. Appreciate your time. You make it a good day. Thanks, Tony. You're welcome. So folks, we hope you've enjoyed today's program. You may be sitting there saying, Tony, you know, I've really never thought about this idea of my financial personality. Maybe for the first time you realize, golly, no wonder I've been so stressed and worried about all these investments and investing in things I don't understand and going to bed at night wondering if my 401k, when I wake up the next morning, is going to look more like a 201k. If that's you, if you're sitting there saying, I just want to sit down with somebody I can trust that understands me, appreciates how hard I've worked for this money and can set up a game plan that can guarantee I won't run out of it. Well, folks, you're at the right place. My name is Tony Walker. I'm the owner of Tony Walker Financial, and we are conveniently located in Bowling Green, Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky, and Lexington, Kentucky. So if you want to meet with us, talk with us by phone. There is absolutely no cost or obligation, no fee whatsoever to meet. Just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com, and click on that Let's Get Started, or give us a call at 877 877- 499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Well, we hope you've enjoyed today's program. Remember next week, we've got an interesting show about all the questions, 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 and why many of these questions have nothing to do with you and your retirement. But between now and then, if all else fails, you be worry-free. Make it a good one.